Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Podcast with Rodrigo Torres and Felipe Esparza. What's up, everybody? Chilling. Dog. Hope everybody's doing good, man. Hell yeah! We, you look we good, had dog. a horrible week this week. Suck, man. You know, sad things when a lot of shit went down. You know, for and um, I was in Orlando, by the way, when they went when 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 it all went down. I was like, Crazy, dog. it happened in downtown LA, but I was in um in the touristy area. Mm-hmm. Downtown Orlando, my band, Downtown Orlando. And um, the first one was when they shot the girl from The Voice. Dreeby or Greeby or whatever. Really? Christina. I was um, I was like, no way, man. Like, she just got blown. She just got shot. She was, she was by the merch table just signing autographs. Then some fool shows up out of nowhere and just shots her. Shots her. Shoots her. And then he dies. You know, somebody tackled him down and, or he shot himself, but he got killed. And I was talking to Marcella and um, Adam Murray, the comedian that I was, work- I was working with. How safe are we, man? Not safe at all. If you think you know, about it, you know, think about it, man. Like, Shit. you're out there doing stand-up comedy, you get shot like Malcolm X. Yeah, you're gonna have to be doing that shit in a bulletproof vest next. That's time, why man. I do happy comedy. Bro. <laughs> Hell but yeah, and then the next day, um. <clears throat> I went to the um, Lake Eola with um, Mikey O from Chicago because he was in Ch- he was hanging out, and I was hanging out with them and um, the lake. I went to Adam Murray, but um, I had just found out that there was a shootout in the morning because I got up late, fool. <laughs> Shit, I don't get up t- when I'm on when I'm not in LA and I know I got nothing to do. I get up at one. Get nooner. I can't sleep, man. I'm on LA time. 
I go to bed around 5.30 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. Hell yeah, discombobulated. Just staring at the sky. But that one was crazy, man. Because at our show on Saturday night, there was a lot of gay-ass fools at my show. Right? <laughs> Having fun, huh? Having fun, laughing, bro. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, even though they might be gay, but they're Latino, they show up. Hell yeah, representing, dog. So I was thinking about these two dudes, you know, they were like good-looking motherfuckers, right? They were in shape, bro. Like They looked like... They look like they saw real estate in the neighborhood. <laughs> they were just nice. The whole night I was thinking about, I wonder if they went to that club, you know, did they get killed? Yeah. And then um, I think yesterday, I was on Tuesday, I got a tweet that said, um, this is my family, my brothers and I and his and his boyfriend at the Felipe Esparza show. Um, I'm glad they came here and decided not to go to post. Damn, like that. And then I tweeted them. Oh, man, I kept thinking about those two dudes. I was thinking, did they go to that club? Did they not go? I'm glad they didn't go. Fuck yeah. She goes, yeah, you saved their lives. She goes, we didn't know about the comedy show to the podcast. Yeah, we got to give them a shout out, by the way. That's fucking awesome, dude. Shout out to Jose Gordillo from Orlando who came to the shows this past weekend with his wife and his cousin and his cousin partner boyfriend. His cousin and his boyfriend were going to go to Post nightclub that night of the shooting. But this guy heard on the podcast that we were going to be in Orlando that weekend. And they convinced the guys to come with them. So our show saved somebody's life that night, bro. The What's Up Food podcast. Fuck How do yeah. you feel about that, bro? This fucking silver lining, dog. You see? Fucking. You're a guardian angel, dog. <laughs> Felipe de Jesus, dog. That was crazy, man. You know, I haven't heard not one church from the south come up and and demand that they find these terrorists for shooting up that gay club. Oh fuck, those fools think the same way, dog. For real, man. I think everybody come out, but I haven't seen the much of the the hardcore Christian fundamentalists coming out. <laughs> hell yeah, they're fundamentalists. Like, That's where's their where's their like uproar? You know, this is wrong. Oh hell yeah, fool! They ain't fucking shining no light on that shit. I guess if it ain't a school, they don't come out. <laughs> In the name of education. But um, Marcella, she asked me if I was going to go donate blood. You know, but I, I was going to donate blood. But, man, I'm not one of those people, man. I didn't even tweet nothing, man. A lot of people say, you know, I'm just going to tweet. Oh, hop it on that. Pray for Orlando. Orlando stays strong. <laughs> Let's have a moment of silence. You know what? Enough of all that stuff, man. Hell yeah, dude. A moment of silence. You know what? Everybody stays quiet. Nobody does nothing about it. Oh. You know, how about um everybody can in but see everybody wants to retweet but they don't want to stand in line for three hours to donate blood. <laughs> Take the easy way out, dog. Or or um or donate money, you know, if you don't have the time, you know. They need they need um for the first responders, they need um water or whatever. Hell yeah, do that little twenty seven Bernie dollars. But you know what is popping up, bro? A lot oh, of fool. fake e fund me. Oh, mad fraud, fool. Oh man, we we lost my brother. Can you send us some money like that, fool? Oh, dude, I'm sure there's mad Kickstarter. The nonsense coming everywhere, bro. Yeah, with all that fucking shit, with tragedy, that fucking shit comes out of the woodwork, fool. Hell yeah, man! I'm waiting for another big tragic earthquake to hit LA. <laughs> then I go, then I fucking, I'm gonna come up, bro. I'm gonna have an e fund me for our for a brother who didn't die, <laughs> and for um, and then with that FEMA, I'm oh man, I'm gonna get paid, dog. <laughs> with that FEMA, I'm gonna start bro. an empire. <laughs> FEMA, bro. Look, <laughs> it trickled down over here, dog. Fucking what does crazy. FEMA stand for? Uh, federal Emergency Something Aid, right? Management Aid. Funds especially meant. Nah. 
<laughs> we'll work on the A, dog. <laughs> my sister got FEMA, bro, during the 19... During one of those... The winter... No, the Northridge earthquake. Really, fool? Yeah, man. What'd they give her? I don't know, bro. She would... And the, and the funny thing is that she was at our house when everything went down. <laughs> her roof... Her ceiling collapsed on her bed. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, like, um, whatever was... Whoever was on top landed on her bed. So, um... She said, I could have died. <laughs> but I was changing my baby. Shut nah, up. Genius, I'm, oh. I'm making that oh, up. Dog, the roof, cool. the ceiling did collapse. Hell yeah. She well, was living yeah. over there in the hood, bro. Like, like Where, during, bro? You, you realize how much people save money on equipment and construction during an earthquake, bro. <laughs> she was over there, not by Pico Union, but the sad part of Pico Union between, <laughs> between Koreatown and Pico Union. There's a little area by Whitmer area. That little, that little, little armpit right it's there. It's sad, bro. It's sad, bro. It's like nobody even gangbangs over there. <laughs> it's it's so sad, bro. Like during um, Katrina, they send a, they send a lot of a lot of um, New Orleans people over there to live there. Are you serious? Bro? Yeah. <laughs> hmm? Whitmer Street area. Yeah. Damn, dude. Fucking crazy, dog. But as long as you guys are all right, dog, that's it, man. Because I fucking tripped yeah, out when so, that shit happened. We're going to do the comedy show, man. And I told Marcella and Adam, because, you know, Adam Murray, man, he's from Orlando. So he felt that he needed to say something on stage <laughs> when we would kill the show. <laughs> That's the last thing you need to do, dog. He also said that he knew that girl that got shot. She might have went to one of my shows. <laughs> and what, to ask for a guest spot and sing? People, no matter what, always want a connection to the dead person while they're dead, but not while they're alive. <laughs> More followers, dog. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, man." I remember when um, Nate Dog died, <laughs> uh, and I know people who who said who they knew him. Oh, but everybody. I know some actresses that came on and said, and then like, "Oh man, so sad about Nate Dog." And then somebody would ask her, "What happened? How, how, how did? What's the connection?" We sang in church together <laughs> when you were six. Fuck out of here, dog. Yeah, we took the same singing class. <laughs> Fool, when I see bullshit like that, dog, I, I'm sad Nate Dog died. But I'm also going to find out this bitch is lying. <laughs> Dude, most of them are, dog. So I start looking up and she goes, this is a thing called internet now. Hell yeah, dog. You can just lie to my son and tell him you grew up with Tony Hawk like my brother did, bro. You can look that shit up now. My brother Angel, that motherfucker that wanted to fucking brought Javier the... The foreign exchange student with the fucking speedos. <laughs> that fool had one skateboard. He told my son that he knew Tony Hawk. <laughs> so you know, there's no now you can look shit up, right? I'll fucking go through all of Tony Hawk's photos now. <laughs> Never once was he on Boyle Street. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, so yeah. What's up? So it was your birthday weekend too. On top it was of my that, birthday weekend, but you had fun, fool. It was all right. I was out of town, <laughs> but I told them. So everybody wants a connection with a dead person, right? So yeah, man. Blah, 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 blah. But there was a guy, man, a comedian named name mom. Um, I don't know his name. I have his phone number. We can call him. But I don't, I, he was there, bro, driving an Uber car when that shit was going down. When fool? the shit went down, he said he picked up some fool from that club, uh-huh. and he could hear on the police scanner. But hey, what's going on? The whole commotion, bro. Went down. He and what did he say, fool? He said it was crazy, dog. He fucking froze. He said cops came out of nowhere, 
And they said that you don't, you don't know who was who because everybody was shooting. Oh, shut the fuck up. So yeah, it's like everybody was shooting. Probably plainclothes police officers and all that shit. Fucking yeah, everybody was pandemonium, shooting. Pandemonium, dog. He came in there with a big ass two pistols. Like, like Cubanos now. No pistolazos. You should have heard the Cubans talk about it, bro, in Orlando. Oh, they were having recorded that shit, bro. dog. Damn. And they were all talking to the cab drivers, bro. Olvídate. Yo lo levanté. Espantoso. Espantoso, bro. <laughs> Dude, man. No locura. locura. Well, all the shows that were at that, where the, the girl got shot got canceled. Jim Norton's show canceled for the next month. The next couple of shows canceled. What? Well, I thought my show was canceled. And, then, and my show said it was sold out on Saturday night. Shit, Sunday night, half of the people were there. It was sold out, fuck. What the fuck is going on with people, dog? People were guilty of, because people felt guilty about laughing, dog. Yeah, and I had cool. jokes about the shooting, too. <laughs> I heard a crazy one, dog. I heard a bunch of them, <laughs> I heard a bunch of them, too. Like, first of all, man, I was thinking about it. This fool got in with a big-ass assault rifle and two guns. Obviously, they don't have a metal detection there. They think everybody is cool. <laughs> but, I, but I found out that um, his type of assault rifle is a fold-up one. So you can conceal it so really easy. It, it folds up two times, and it lands on the, the side where the, where the trigger, where the where the gun, where the bullets come out of. Mm-hmm. It unfolds two times, so you can make it long range. Really? You just get better aim and just mow Yeah, man. I down. saw that on Rachel Maddows, your girlfriend, bro, on MSNBC. Oh. MSNBC. Oh, yeah, she was talking one. about the, rifle, the, the assault rifle. And they show a commercial of the guy who sells it. Really? What did it show? That shit? It showed that because, you know, the military needs to protect himself, you know, out there. Yeah, the military. Yeah, the, yeah but that's how, that's how the gun people start off. They start off, um, this is my only my, my theory. <laughs> and I'm not pro-guns or anti-guns. I'm just saying what I think I know. Just a theory. A theory. These gun manufacturers put out these assault rifles for the military, right? So... The military gets all the approval of the, the assault rifle. It has a good assault rifle. It's safe to use in combat, blah, 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 blah. They buy a shitload of them, right? Mm-hmm. So then they have a, a bunch of other ones. So if it's safe for the military, it's safe for the for the rest of American people to buy. Ready to so go. So they start signing up for regular people, which you know this gun was made for. Yeah, the military always tests that shit out first, and then we get it, dog. But Dude, there's no need to have all that shit, dog. What the fuck? I think once, once the guy gets out of your house, man, unless you sleep with your gun and shit, you're, you're dead, dog. You're done, fool. Some fool told me, you need a gun, Rodrigo. Fuck that. I'll call the cops. Those are my guns. Fuck out of here. Once the rent already in, huh? It's over, dog. What are you going to do? What the fuck? And you're naked, fool. Get the fuck out of here. With- That's what I've been my nightmare, bro, to find a burglar naked. Dog. <laughs> he walks in, what the fuck? I'm going to shoot your ass. And he goes, with that little dick? <laughs> and we're both laughing, and then he just, we're just laughing, but he's still stealing shit. <laughs> I was gonna kill your ass, but you made me laugh. Eh? I think the only time you need assault rifles, bro, if you have if you're fucking packing mad heat of coke in your house. Yeah, if you're fucking Scarface, dog, or if you're in Fallujah, that's it. Dog. But fuck? even then, bro, by the time they get to your house, you're dead too, bro. Fuck, they're dude. shooting your kids. That they'll mow your ass down. They'll bring a tank, bro. I would rather I rather just have a whole house that's gonna fucking blow up, bro. <laughs> this fool. That the whole house it blows up with one button. And I'll be like, hey, listen, motherfucker, if I blow, I'm going to start blowing up this house first with your your room. This motherfucker's like, listen, motherfucker. Just with the first, the room you're in, it's going to blow up in five seconds. You don't get the fuck out. <laughs> you gave him a chance. And bro. then I fucking, he don't listen to me, I'll blow up his home. All right, motherfucker, you're in the kitchen. You're next. <laughs> I can live without a kitchen. I'll build another kitchen, motherfucker. 
<laughs> but can you build another life? Fuck no. And I kill that motherfucker in the kitchen, bro. Fuck, man. You ever shot an assault rifle? Yeah, I have, fool. Not in Mexico, how for the cartels? <laughs> nah, for what a, uh, at a little gun range in Huntington Beach. They're, dude, I'm not gonna lie, they're fucking fun. It's badass. But do I fucking need one? No, maybe a little shotgun. But dick, you're asleep. I shot r- guns with fucking um, with um, with Tony oh. Sanchez, big cachetón. Over there in Huntington. <clears throat> yes. No, we shot him over there on Rosemary, bro. Oh, at the right. Oh, okay. One time, our guest, bro, Juice, hit me up. Call my house. <clears throat> hey, anybody want to buy AK? <laughs> <laughs> I needed some quick money, man. <laughs> I don't know where, dog. Let me fucking find my buyers, bro. Cuerno de Chivo over here, dog. God damn, this fool, dog. Bullets as big as your fucking fingers, dog. Hey, man, I, I know fool that got shot with AKs, bro. They rip you apart, dog. Yeah, man. Fucking ta ta ta. That shit goes through your head and still hits, has enough pressure to. Hit the building, take a chip out and ricochet and kill a couple of more people. Fuck yeah. Or lay down passed out drunk. That's high powered shit right there, fool. That's mean to fucking. How far does that shit shoot? Because on fucking that movie, Full Metal Jacket, that fucking sniper was fucking nailing these fools. Fuck, dude, over there on fucking American Sniper, that movie, dude, he said he fucking shot a motherfucker a mile away, dog. With an AK? Not an AK, but a high powered fucking sniper rifle, dog. You don't need that for your house, huh? Fuck no, dog. By the time you take that shit out, bro, motherfucker, fucking dick slap them. <laughs> for real, dog. <laughs> motherfucker, put that shit together. You think the fucking burger's gonna wait for you to put that shit together? <laughs> Hold on, man. Let me find the keys. <laughs> the you don't unwrap this motherfucker right here. God damn, fool. Think about it, dog. The burger's <laughs> in your house. Just fools doesn't even have a gun. He just had a knife and a flashlight, dog. <laughs> He's already in your house. <laughs> well, I'd rather get shot than get dick slapped, dog. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen, dog. Fuck that. If that fool just sees your ass trying to grab your gun, he's gonna slap your ass, dog. Come, come on, dog. Dude. Give me that hard power, right? I'm gonna buy it for you. Oh, dude. He's gonna tackle that motherfucker, dog. Yeah, man. Crazy fool. Well, if other man, you have a better chance if you're blind, dog. <laughs> that fool hits you up in the dark. What happened, dog? Oh, man, this blind motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know this fucking guy who's blind. Get him out of here. Motherfucker, he snuck up on me in the dark. <laughs> we'll just have two fucking hungry-ass dogs outside, dog. <laughs> I don't even feed those motherfuckers, dog. Don't give them no hugs, no pets. You gotta be like Biggie, feed them They just go outside, dog. Fuck yeah. As soon as they start barking, you know, bro, it's time to fucking leave the house. Oh, yeah, and that's what you need. That's the cool thing about dogs. They alert you, dog. Yo, little rabbits. Hey, there's a little rabbit knowing somebody's coming? Fuck from? no, bro. I'm supposed <laughs> to pet everybody. <laughs> He's not smelling, having too much fun. Huh? They know, bro, but they know when the keys rattle. <laughs> but, you could trick those, but you could trick a rabbit with a fucking plastic bag, dog. <laughs> the keys a hamster, too. <clears throat> a fucking cat. Just <laughs> fucking put a bunch of... You know how you trick a cat? How you trick a dog? How you trick a rabbit? A hamster? Just get a cup. And put a bunch of cat food in there and shake it, dog. <laughs> Those motherfuckers get an alert. <laughs> they know it's fucking eating time. You killed me right now. Imagine, dog, dog they ha- someone had you like that, dog, where they could just rattle something and grab you. Oh, yeah, you've been pussy world before, but you know what's up. <laughs> I heard your podcast, dog. <laughs> the Yeah Man podcast, episode two with Franker. 
Fuck yeah, yeah. It's funny, man. The stuff you say, well, and then well. you see motherfuckers who are honest. I could relate. There's <laughs> bleeding heart over here, dog. Yeah, bro. What's up with these shoutouts right here with this guy? Uh, Albert Nolasco, happy birthday. He has the same birthday as Felipe. Check you out, dog. You're June 11, bro. Fellow yeah, Gemini. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. split. We, we don't split. But it's Gemini's, man. People always say, oh, man, there's a lot of chicks who's been cheated on. That's the cheating sign. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Bitch, you're a Scorpio, man. <laughs> there's Christians that cheat. The, you're Shut the up. fucking throw a brick to somebody's car type. <laughs> Key car type, bitch. Listening from Orange County and goes to see us every time we're in Brea. Uh, Felipe will be back in Brea Improv the first weekend in September, so uh, we'll see you there. Albert Nolasco. Hell yeah. Calling show, man. Oh, yeah. Now we have James Maldonado, who uh, listens to us on his night shift uh, security job. Keep fucking doing your job, dude. And fucking uh, other than that, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, dude. What's up, fool? The Colin Show. The Colin Show was cool last week, huh? Hell yeah, dude. We'll probably have do a live Colin Show once a month. So probably in the beginning of July will, will be our next one. Yeah, Stay man. tuned for details for that. Also, man, what I got a hold of Joe Diaz, even though he calls up every week. <laughs> Joe Diaz calls me up, bro, on Sunday, right? On Sundays. Twi- no, he calls me up on Saturday, then Sunday. Sunday twice. Uh, you come the me first one, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> He's doing fucking Orlando. Get the fuck out of there. I told you, bro. You shouldn't be working Sundays. <laughs> what do you say, bro? Don't work Sundays? I told you, bro. I don't fucking work Sundays. Enough with that fucking club. Too much fucking crazy shit goes down on a Sunday. Didn't I tell you that, Felipe? You need to get the fuck out of there. It's bullshit. Then, then he calls me up. Are you in the fucking play, cocksucker? <laughs> But I'm in the plane, bro. Look, you hear the engine? Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> what did you tell me? The- you fuck that. I ain't going to fucking die like that. I heard the National Guards over there. I saw tanks. <laughs> that fool sitting at the airport, he saw sniper with scopes. Yeah. And I, and I felt like fucking uh, first order's mom. Yeah, they're looking for you, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> they're waiting for you. There's another one. <laughs> Man, when I got to the Orlando airport, how was it, fool? fool? I thought that was going to be randomly selected, right? But nah, man, sure didn't go. The, the ticket water? No, I'm good. Fuck, make it happen. All right, fuck it, eh? <laughs> Hydrate yourself. Orlando was, cr- our show was canceled, bro. So, um. The flight was, right? Yeah. Our, uh, my flight was delayed like a big time, man. But at the show, um, Adam Murray didn't say nothing, but Marcella said something. I'm glad you guys all showed up to laugh. <laughs> but think about it, bro. You must, people might think you're evil. Your family member might be evil. Like, they'll ask you, well, so uh, would you do that Sunday? I went to a comedy club. You went to a fucking comedy club? Oh, yeah, dude. People get like that. But life continues, bro. Fucking A, it does, dude. You know, but I'll be pissed off if my fucking, my family went to Disneyland. That's why I got shot. (laughs) That's fucked up, dog. But imagine, bro. So what happened? Uh, Oh, man, the tickets were going to expire. (laughs) Yeah, right, motherfucker. The tickets were going to expire. Never expire. You buy them in the day of. What the fuck? But there's some people that say, what the fuck am I going to do, man? I ain't no fucking doctor. (laughs) I know. What are you going to be over there fucking saving lives and shit? I expect everybody to continue to do what they got to do, man, unless you're like immediately, if you're not my wife. Oh, hell yeah. My wife doesn't have to be there, but she'll be there because she has questions. She has to fill out forms. Yeah, dude. Do all the shit, fucking legwork. But motherfuckers think that people just, they admit your ass and that's it. Nah, dog. They got to find out if you're that fucking person. <laughs> or somebody, if you're even worth saving. Fuck yeah. Somebody's going to pay fuck for that shit. juice over here. <laughs> Look at juice, <laughs> they dog. They took my homie Lencho. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to use my AK. Ready to introduce this fool? Ready, bro. Hell yeah, dog. Man, we, this, this guy right here, 
We mentioned him a couple of times on other podcasts when we had other guests, mm -hmm. and they all knew him. Oh, yeah, though. Because this guy goes deep, bro, in the Latino hip-hop community. And pretty much Latinos and car show or anything involved in the film, in the, music. In the film or if you ever need any any cholo movie, bro. <laughs> this guy been there, bro. Party like, animal. You name a movie, bro, that motherfucker was there technically or not technically. <laughs> Trading day. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Yeah, bro. You, he was in that he was in that movie, bro, where that guy goes, Right now, I'm giving twenty five million dollars to anybody who helped me escape. <laughs> and then um that when he's fucking escaping from the from the fuck that was SWAT. The movie SWAT. When he was fucking escaping from the fucking um from the bus when they helped that fool escape, that fool said that fool gets up. Take me, homie. <laughs> <laughs> How about me, homie? They said, nah, homie, you stay. He got shot. <laughs> you didn't have said nothing, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. He's always always comes down there in fucking scenes. And then um there was a movie that he was in, man, with um I think he was in the background with um I think you could, C Citric, right? You know Citric too, right? Yeah, definitely. Fifty one fifty, because you were in that movie with Kristen Bell, right? You're one of the cholos. Ah, uh, shit! Which Hard one times. Was it? Oh no, I wasn't on Harsh Times, no. but I did work with David Ayer, the writer director of that, on a few other films that he had wrote before he started directing himself. Yeah. Okay. So, so this this our guest also had written screenplays, bro, and um, in a lot of movies when it comes to like technical work or. Or they want something to be like real, cause back, back Authentic when, shit. back in the eighties, man, motherfucker would wear a Pendleton that was pink. You know what I mean? <laughs> or not even or, a real one. Yeah. Or or on Twenty One Jump Street, you see the Pendleton that were orange, man. Nobody who the fuck wears orange, <laughs> dog. What are you doing, construction, motherfucker? Motherfucker has long hair. <laughs> Or it's a cholo with dreadlocks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So the shit is just off. People like Juice came along <clears throat> to make. Give authenticity Hell yeah. and realness yes, to these gritty movies like Traffic, SWAT, you know, yeah. Road Colors, dogs. Road yeah. Dogs, Road Dogs, Training Day, the a couch. Bunch of different movies, <laughs> the Red Couch. Ah! Oh, God, yeah, this cool, dog. was in that movie. Hell bro. yeah, the you Red worked, Couch. You worked with him a lot too, right? Yeah, I worked with Alfredo on a few different projects. Alfredo, definitely. bro. Alfredo Ramos, yes sir. He was like the writer director on those projects. So. And then, bro, I did a gig a long time ago, bro, for a, a company called Shell Happy. <laughs> yep. And those fools wrote me a check for $700, and that shit bounced. Oh! Ah! I saved that shit, too. <laughs> Next time you yeah. see them, hey, dog, what the fuck? And um, it was one of those hell gigs, bro. Hell gigs. It was such a hell gig, bro, that they let, they let me take Ernie G. <laughs> 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 and that fool didn't have a room or nothing, dog. Oh wow! Had to listen, had to Think about it, bro. I, still, I spent a whole weekend with that fool in Mexico with him. Oh my god, dog! Somebody, Hell yeah, bro! Somebody I, shoot me, dog! And, <laughs> and the only, the only funny part was that on the way home from that gig, that there was like a bunch of boxes, and um, that fool was hungry, right? He was hungry, right? It's a big old hungry. So he was trying to open boxes, bro, to fucking see what there's to eat, and every box he opened was tickets to the show. <laughs> Go it's trade them for had, a meal, bro. We had more tickets to the show that nobody went to than people showed up. Is that that one you did with Coolio and shit? Yeah, bro. It was a hell gig, bro. And we were we were in um, Rocky Point. That was at Rocky Point, did you yeah. Did you work there? Did you work on that gig? No, that was one of the gigs that I didn't show up to. I forgot what I was doing. I think I had to stay behind and um, just hold down the fort. 
<laughs> but I do remember that Padre. They made big old flyers and everything. I didn't go, though. So let's remember, we have Magdaleno Juice right here. Robles Jr. Yes, sir. Robles What's Jr. happening, everybody? Oh, he, but he's known as Juice to everybody. Hell yeah. Juice one, right? Yes, sir. Juice. Welcome, dog. Yeah, I don't Thank you remember, guys for having me here. I, I remember, appreciate it. I don't remember you, when I met you, man, but I wish we used to run into each other a lot. Always, huh? Always. Mm-hmm. Bumping heads, crossing passages. If, if I dig into my mind's eye, I can say Improv Tempe. 91, maybe 93, maybe 94-ish. It was probably 97. Possibly with so. Raul, with Raul Zambrano <clears throat> and some fool that like, used to live Simon Birch? There. Simon Birch. <laughs> right? I don't and remember Cell. Simon. Raul, Zambra- Raul and Cell Zambrano. They were, it was a, a, a fundraiser show oh, yes, for, the law- for the Latino Lawyers Scholarships. Mm, I remember Raul. He was and, a little fruity, wasn't he? Yeah, and this was part of the after party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we met the there. Okay, hell yeah. Uh, you were living in Arizona back then in the 90s then, huh? Yeah, yeah. I would go back and forth from Los Angeles to over there because, as you know, the guys that you had mentioned before used to fix up cars, lowriders, and stuff like that. And so I used to kind of be in the mix with them. And they used to put up a lot of hip-hop shows with Light of Shit of Brown. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the, the car show scene and all that was really heavy. Keeping it alive and shit. Uh-huh, yeah. It was pretty cool, man. A lot of different people we got to see perform and stuff. You know, it was a good time. 90s was really cool. Hell yeah, dude. We should have seen these gigs, though, bro. <laughs> How was it, though? Oh, man. I thought, okay, I can get 700 bucks just to do two, two shows. Coolio was headlining. But there was a shh, man. The... Man, if I could tell you the lineup, I mean, it was at least star studded. Thirteen? No, no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> hell no, hell no, hell no, hell no. It was Coolio was the biggest thing, bro. And I let you say I was second, but I wasn't. <laughs> Full, the there was like ten rap bands I never heard of. First of all, and they were all like different type ones. There was a, there was a rap group called Negro Leagues. <laughs> Look it up, people. That's Negro really leagues. Big. Are you serious? The rap group was called Negro Leagues. God damn! And the MC Satchel Page. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. With fucking DJ Ricky R- Ricky Robinson, bro. <laughs> nah, man. But um, it was a lot of rappers, bro. And uh, man. And somehow they managed to still get hood rats, bro, somewhere to dance. Really, dude? Out of nowhere? The whole shit fell apart, bro. Like one of those deals that you don't, you, you, you do not make deals in Mexico, bro, unless that guy in Mexico is your relative. <laughs> yes, A full-blown relative, bro. None of this shaking of hands, bro, doesn't mean shit over there. Fuck no. You don't get no second chances or nothing, dog. Man, I can't believe, man, how hard it is to do business in other countries, but we let motherfuckers in America just do business like nothing. <laughs> That's why it's a land of the free, dog. That people can walk over here, buy a building, and set up shop. Hell yeah. You know, in Vietnam, bro, you cannot own a business there unless your partner's Vietnamese. I bet, dude. You cannot buy land unless the landowner is owned by the fucking Vietnamese guy. Ah, hardcore but over here in America, anybody could just show up, bro, fucking buy a warehouse, start making piñatas. Fuck yeah, man. Yep. You don't have to be a citizen dog. here to or buy start property. making bongs. <laughs> yep. Guilty as, <clears throat> Guilty as Tell charged. Tell Juice. What's up, y'all? Endeavor Glass, right? Yes, sir. Endeavor Glass. Endeavor Glass, also known as NDVR for short, y'all. That's a company that I decided to bring out uh, nationwide a few years back. So I'm doing a lot of really nice high-end water pipes. Um, 
And yeah, just having a really good time with it. We did the launch pad light, which is with the, the light base that brings all the pipes to life on its own stage. That was really cool. I got blessed. Uh, you know, my, my industry has shown me a lot of love, opened a lot of doors for me. Um, and shit, I'm grateful to have been from entertainment to the smoke shop accessory industry now. And things are flourishing. I'm learning to fuse both, just like we're here now together, fusing both. So what happened, man? What tell about what happened when? Um, how'd you get started, bro? Like when? When did you link up with the hip hop Latino hip hop scene? Because I always mention your name because we had Baby Bash, hell yeah, dude, yeah. and Kid Frost together yeah. on the show. Kid right. Frost was delivering barbecue. Hell yeah, that was fucking uh-huh. awesome. That's when he had the barbecue shop over there at the, on on um, MacArthur Park. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Cool, motherfucker. How'd you get involved with Latino hip hop? Uh, well, you know, it kind of goes back to the Arizona days because I remember I did like did my you rap? first. You had an album too, right? Yeah, I released a couple albums, Juice got one. into production and stuff. Yeah, uh, the first album was self-titled, and then the second one was Three Second Rule in Effect. But you know how we were doing the shows? I would open up for some of the some of the major headliners or whatever. So like, if they were throwing a show in AZ and Snoop Dogg and MC8 were performing, they'd let me go in front, you know? Or like the time Thug Life performed, they let me open up. Above the law, they let me open up. So I started off like that, <clears throat> and then it just kind of evolved. Um, and next thing you know, we started getting involved with the movie stuff, and that was really cool because we got to place music in the film stuff. So I kind of felt like there was, a <clears throat> there was an opportunity there to double dip. So I could get my face on there and get some music on there. And um, it just evolved. I ended up becoming a consultant. And um, fuck, it was just really good, really good uh, life-changing experiences working in entertainment and the music and stuff, especially doing the Latin rap conference and educating our folks and stuff, teaching them how to become business people and have a business mindset. So it was a really good opportunity. Explain to people who don't know what a consultant does on a movie set. Yes. Uh, what a consultant would do is if you got a film and you need to look for authenticity or you need to look for something via wardrobe or whether it be dialogue or maybe locations, the correct penalties that you only get at Greenspan's, y'all. Um, yeah, man. So we're there basically to give okay. production the best possible screenshots they can they can capture. So as a consultant uh, example on SWAT, the reason I got the talking part on SWAT was because me and the director started clowning. But the reason me and the director started clowning was because I was there as a technical advisor slash consultant for authenticity with the Mexicans during the prison scenes and any other thing that involved the Latinos in the film. Same as Training Day, same as uh, Crazy Beautiful and uh, other projects we got to work on. So as a consultant, we're pretty much in charge of the look and feel of whatever scenes we're attached to. That street flavor. And you learn yes. production all without going to school, right? You learn it head on, right? Yeah, I learned Getting it all dirty, hands huh? on. PA, all that shit. Yes, exactly. If there was an opportunity for me to be on set, uh, I didn't wear a title or a hat. I just basically did whatever was needed of me at the time. Didn't go to school for none of it. I, I got mentored by some people and uh, just basically learned from there. Absorbed as much knowledge as I possibly could. Yeah. Because one thing I know about you, man, is that you know how to put a a, a crew together. Yes, sir. Because I remember, like, out of nowhere, man, me and um, Juice, we were trying to do some, some fucking um, sketches. Mm-hmm. 
Remember? Yeah, definitely. We got all that stuff together. We got that big old place called the mansion. Then they they, fucking, they shut that shit down, bro. <laughs> oh, why? You guys yeah. had no permits or what? Fool. <laughs> Juice came out of nowhere, bro. Like, I don't know where I, I ran into him, bro. It was during my fucking party days. Too. Oh, shit. Slash party days slash quit. You know? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Transition. Uh, transition, eh? Transitional <laughs> period, man. And he was going to a transitional period, too, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like, I, we were both with baby mamas, I guess. <laughs> I had a baby mama. I know that. But anyways, we hooked up. I was living in downtown, you know, and uh, I met him somewhere. I forgot where we ran into each other. Probably at the improv in Hollywood. Okay. Hollywood improv. Yeah. And then he goes, let's do a sketch together. I said, well, I don't know how to do a sketch. <laughs> I just know how to stand up. So, man, this fool said straight up, bro, like he he knew like, the, like you know how you want to do something and you go like, oh, man, I want to put this shit on YouTube or I want to do a sketch or I want to do this. This fool knew like the, the bottom of it, the foundation, like stuff camera that dude. camera Producer. dude, even, Sound. even beyond that fool. This fool knew where, like, <clears throat> like he knew where in downtown, where are our studios to fucking just go there and use their set on like, off hours and shit or what? Fuck yeah! Like I went yeah, with the Jew mechanics so- of it. I went with Jew somewhere, man, and we both looked like two guys that rob pothead dealers. <laughs> I thought they were jacking the sensors. Because was wearing a beanie, dog, <laughs> long ass fucking full manju goatee, like the guy from Anthrax, all long <laughs> and shit. Fucking Ian, you know, bald head, beanie, socks, shoes, you know. And then I, I'm, I'm there with long ass hair, red eyes, bro. <laughs> I'm a backpack and a backpack, bro. <laughs> That's what you we don't, we don't know what's in it. And he had a backpack too. Yeah. And then we went to this place, bro. You and we went to this place, bro. With dude. This place was amazing, dog. Oh, just immaculate um, or what? Bro, like, th- this place, Juice went in there. This motherfucker started talking to the guy, bro. Like nothing, Like dog. nothing, bro. This fucking Jewish-German guy, <laughs> Polish guy. Like, he goes, yeah, man, we're thinking about, we're, we're thinking about 18 square foot, you know? Maybe you know, bullshitting, bro, 24-hour shoot, three days, Damn. you know? Talking like he had funds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> talking like he has, a budget. Talking dog. like he has people buying already, bro. <laughs> this shit's gonna go straight to Netflix, bro. <laughs> and, I, and I learned that from him, bro. You know, it's not what you have right now, bro. What you gonna pro- pro- Hell yeah. produce later? People want to be a part of you it. You know, it's gonna produce. So that fool takes it in there, bro. Fool, he had one of the rooms was a full classroom. It looks like a classroom. Like it's like. You're, all you need is a teacher to stand in there and, and the, the students. students. Bam. Boom. Done. Another yeah. place was a jail, right? Yeah. We had a jail, yeah. court, 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 home. And then <laughs> the white place where they shoot the, the music videos. You know that white, when they shoot a music video, right, right. it's all white, and they're by the car. Right. We went to that area. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I what I did. How is much I does that shit cost an hour though? Tell them, bro. For real. For us, free ninety nine. Right, but if a studio because is gonna pay, if a studio would be very very expensive, it had to be budgeted. They'd have to be bonded. Uh, it would be a lot of things. But what I got to do was make a lot dog. of good friends and utilize those friends. That was the most important thing that I was able to find a way to utilize Capital my network. Everywhere we went, friends, bro. Yeah. Everywhere we went, all the way from the they say Jews haven't seen you <laughs> in ten years. Shut up. <laughs> or Juice, you Juice, cut your you goatee. Mean? I don't recognize yeah. you. Yeah, dude. Exactly. How long have you been making the rounds? Since you started rapping? Uh, yeah. I mean, the very first film project I actually got on was, uh, we mentioned Alfredo earlier, and we mentioned the movie Road Dogs. Okay. That was like my cherry popper. I actually met Robert Zapata, who's in the house right now. Oh, yeah. What I actually met him on that set. On Primo's. 
<laughs> uh, we were probably on Primos at some point. I don't know. Maybe those are just rumors. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first uh, stench. And the beautiful thing of it was that not only did I get to share my image in that film, but also my wardrobe and my music. So I was on the set for 17 days, even though they only used me for five minutes in front of the camera. I got to make like $6,000 for my efforts. And I said, wow, this is cool, man. I think I found my home finally. So I was able to provide a whole lot on my very first chance at it. It just seemed like a blessing all the way around. Like if I deserved to be there or earned to be there, or somehow gravity put me there, you know? Those are really good, mind-changing experiences. Those are really good for me, and I appreciate all that. I like the way that um, you took the hood mentality, like hustling. Like some people, they got to hustle, you know, like every day, you know, maybe like you're going to sell, you know, jack these T-shirts on the alley. And you're going to sell them <laughs> over here to this old lady. But you use that shit, bro, for good, bro. Like, like okay, okay, okay. I know this motherfucker with the studios. He, he hooks it up. You know, we're homies from way back when. I know this other yeah. guy over here because maybe, you know, he bombed weed on me 10 years ago, but now <laughs> we yep. just cool each other from the studio. You know, he moved up. He owes me a favor, whatever. Yeah. But that's the way you know how to do that, huh? Putting the pieces yeah. together. Yeah. It's, what happened outside? Right now. Oh, right now. You know, the yeah. security guard? Well, yeah. But from Hollywood Rentals. <laughs> he gave me the fucking the, camera. The prop. The prop. Okay. The, props, <laughs> the prop spot right at the corner that does all the props for Rally, for Paramount and everything. Yeah. From HR. I go, hey, like you look familiar. Oh, yeah, this is now we started talking. And he started giving us a rundown. Whatever you need, Juice, I got everything here for you. Everything, huh? Whatever yeah. you need, Juice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I'm always good to people. I don't take advantage of people. I treat everybody the same, whether it's the gentleman taking the trash out of the spot or the man calling the shots, everybody in between. And that, I can actually tell you, has contributed to doors opening for me all the way around. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's why you're still here, dog. Yes, sir. What was, what was your life like before? Ooh, well, I could tell you that we weren't allowed to take pictures or record much of what was going on. Uh, you from a, you grew up in L.A. or? I grew up in the city of Southgate, yeah. Oh, L.A. That's right, right. You, you're out there with the, with the fucking. Uh, Homo Cypress Hill. Homo Cypress Hill. Yes, sir. We had Metal Mandates on the show. He said, what's up to you, too? Yeah, oh, that's dude, cool, he knew man. You, dude. Yeah, I missed him. I know they were all at the other day at the Rainbow and Hollywood party, and I saw pictures, but. Also, uh, when, I, when I was with, um, when I did Be Real show, uh-huh. there's a homie there that's like, he's like Be Real's bodyguard, but not really his bodyguard. But he goes with him everywhere, and that fool used to work at the at the Edison Bar. Oh, right. He's a, he's a little homie. Is it Soldier? Is his name? Soldier. Damn. Soldier, the homie Soldier. He says, yeah. "What's up to you, man?" He oh, says, cool. "He says a lot of love for you too." Yeah, for sure. Me and him did. A, you know, we did. We had our little dirt back in the day. That's funny when I saw, when I met Soldier flipping birds and working at the at the fucking Edison Bar, and I used to see him and his brother come in and out, and he had like a broken arm, and I said, "Man." These fools are fucking shock collar or something. They put a broken yeah, arm now. Still active, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, but it, <laughs> still active. But he's a little fool, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he, he's a little he motherfucker has, with a big bang. Yeah, but that tank. little that that fool, like he's tight would be real. Mm-hmm. He goes, he, he was um, he was Mellow Man Nate's bodyguard too, I think. Yeah, but he's not even a big dude, bro. But he's just a fool. Like he just like he just sees trouble coming. A probably. strong fool. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's been in the game for a long motherfucker, time. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And you grew up right there in Southgate. I grew up in Southgate. Yeah, even though my With handyman, the the pop breaker. Okay, handyman was from Baldwin Park, Baldwin okay. Park, I believe, back in the day. But we did have some pretty badass break dancers, poppers. Tell pop everybody, lockers. bro, what was the scene like in those days? 
for oh, us man. as children. Okay, growing up, that's funny because there was only certain areas of LA where hip hop hit first, and Southgate was one of them. Venice Beach. Uh, Venice Beach, the boardwalk. That was one spot we used to go and hang out. Um, also, right there by your neighborhood, we used to go to the CSO. To the CSO, right there. Um, but yeah, the breakdancing stuff and the pop locking in Southgate really big, hit like man. in the late seventies, and it was huge. I mean, we had the whole entire culture there. Everything from the graffiti to the DJs to the MCs to the dancers to the promoters. The uh, dress. It was just insane, and so many beautiful, beautiful talent came out from all of that stuff, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I could tell you I'm here right now is because I took the route of of hip-hop and not so much the gang stuff. I didn't really get involved hardcore in gangs and all that, uh, and I, I attribute that to hip-hop and to me becoming a pop. Pop locker breakdown. You were a good pop locker. I was, you know, I was pretty good. I did my stuff. My 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 strengths were were ticking, snapping, uh, up rocking. Damn. Yeah, I was pretty. But fun. enough about your coke problem. Yeah, enough, enough <laughs> about that. I, I let that go last week when I ran out. <laughs> <laughs> this little dog. <laughs> we getting the sniff. Man, how 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 um hardcore was drugs in your neighborhood compared to other neighborhoods like? Like, was there a time where there was fun times and then crack cocaine came in? Or was there always drugs in your neighborhood? Nah, before crack, it was PCP. But that was not, that wasn't um, everybody, huh? It, you know what? It was weird because right around the time that crack kicked in, it was hardcore in our neighborhood. Something of my mom made her take me out of school in the sixth grade, which was... Uh, 82, so just before the crack epidemic hit Southgate, my mom shipped me out to Alhambra, to the San Gabriel Valley where my grandmother lived. Uh, so by the time I was old enough to come back to Southgate and hang with my friends, I was 17. Five years had passed, so we're talking about 1988. At that point, all my friends that were my friends, allegedly, were either in jail, cracked out, crippled, or dead. And Man. it was all around the crack epidemic. So I'm grateful that something made my mom pull me out of that because by the time I came back, I got to see what it had created, and I didn't want to have no part of none of that, even though it does taste pretty good, I heard. <laughs> but, hey, no part. You get locked in there, man. It's hard to get out. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And uh, So, yeah, I'm just grateful that I really didn't get too heavy into too much of the, you know, crack, unless it was sprinkled on some bud. Uh, but that's a whole nother Cocoa puff? Yeah, now we could just reflect on those times and be glad we made it past it, you know? Hell yeah, dude. Definitely. Hell yeah, man. And what what took you to Arizona? Was that, again, to get away from this shit, too, or what? No, we Where went over have... there pretty much to take over. <laughs> that's really what we went so and you did. You got a dope game over there? Heavy. Because he what doing. See, that's another thing, man, like, like during, like he said, from five, that five years from, from 82, he was in sixth grade, to 87 because he cracked him in hardcore in 85 so by 87 bro it was burned out all the neighborhood had crack fucked everything like, up my neighborhood had crack on all sides not just one side like you cannot you can find crack if you fucking go like this you tap a crack dealer yeah. so Southgate got infested like that hardcore like he said in 87 88 so man by that time you know I guess Redondo Beach had crack already. Oh, yeah, they, they were not going to Southgate no more. 
You know, I, those little areas, you know, we're not going to Southgate to buy crack. So motherfuckers, bro, started shipping. Because I know a lot of Crips, bro, who left L.A. and went to Lancaster first. Sunny Mead, Lancaster. Sunny Mead is now at Moreno, Moreno Valley. Valley. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they, they migrated into other areas and expanded. Yeah, and um, St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis dealers want the corner Cut back. Corner. You know? yeah. So, bro. <laughs> When you went, like you said, you said you went to um, to um, to take over the dope AZ? game and, and AZ. Nobody was doing it, huh? And then, bro, and then you go over there and you knew the dope game showed up because there were a lot of Mexicans, bro, who were in crib gangs, a shitload of them, and a lot of Mexicans were in blood gangs. Like you drive by Tucson, Arizona, bro. I remember doing a gig in '95, no '96, in Arizona, and I was driving by. And I said, the girl said, look over there. He goes, what's that? It's a bunch of cribs. And it was a bunch of Mexicans. Those are a bunch of cribs. And they were all like this, going with the blue rags, bro. They were all going like this. They were all sagging, bro. And you go further down the street, it was all bloods. There were some black dudes, but they were all Mexican. Yeah, that's the majority of people out there. I think a lot of that was influenced by, like, rap videos. Because yeah. you know what the deal is. Unless you're in that South That shit was begun now, huh? It's, yeah, it's a little different. They were going through an identity crisis at the time. <laughs> Um, it was like it was like a juice. It was like that video, huh? That HBO documentary, banging in Little, Little Rock. Rock. Exactly. Ah, same shit. Why, what up? I'm a crip. No, you're not. If you didn't grow up and watch officially, you're not a crip. You're the cousin's crip. <laughs> the or cousin's else. crip. Or the if you're not from Watts, where it all started, you I'm just back them up, dog. I'm sorry. You're like so what happened, man? When you guys first showed up to Arizona, man, their mother. The motherfucker, you guys, did people just jump at that crack or was it like uh, little by little? Uh, over there wasn't, I didn't fuck with crack over there. When we went over there, it was mainly flowers. Flowers, yeah. PCP? Mainly flowers. No. Heroin? Marijuana. Oh, okay. Bud? Bud. Man, lots back then, man, they had no blood. They had whack ass lots. weed over there. Hell bro. yeah. Hefty bags flying through the door. They had whack ass weed over there. It was boo boo, yeah. It was hardcore brick weed. Yeah. Shit that had mold in it. Shit you had to tear apart with a knife just to roll a J out of it. But then we did also get blessed with what they call pillows, which are the AZs. They're still stressed, but it's just not compressed. Kind of like in a pillow form, hence the term pillows. I've seen those, man. It's still green, but it don't do nothing to you. Yeah, Mid-grades, yeah. eh? Yeah. Mid-grade. Yeah, yeah. And don't do nothing Yeah, other than get you sick and hurt your chest. I told you, fool. I hate that shit, dude. Speaking of Bud, man, somebody showed up to buy Bud. <laughs> what? Salas Bud in Arizona, in Orlando. Uh, Orlando, how was it? What happened? Oh, man, he had like a bunch of strains. Oh, my God. The Food. shop? He had a shop going down, right? And he had some Bud that was $180 for an ounce. The fuck is... Bro, that Bud was browner than anything I shitted. Like it's smoking dirt three three fifty. You're you're just playing games with your emotions and your lungs. <laughs> and... So that fool said, "Give me that one, right?" And he goes, "Man, what are you gonna sell that for over here?" Oh man, I'll get like fifty dollars an eighth. Let me tell you, man. Call me when you when, call me and let me know who's the first guy to punch you, man. <laughs> Selling that for bullshit. 50 bucks. <laughs> ass, it, ain't gonna be nobody from California gonna buy that. Fuck no. Zips Ooh. out here of that crap go for like fifty bucks the entire zip. Oh yeah, dude. Only old men smoke that dude, shit. Dude, we call that them. shit was brown juice. I haven't seen that in twenty years. Yeah, ma, it's a sin. 
<laughs> well, it's a starter kit. You come home, you take apart the stems, you get the seeds, and you start your own plantation. <laughs> All on the seeds. <laughs> and did you guys eventually bring good bud to Arizona, like bomb ass weed? Yeah, we and did. Every end? once in a while, you'd get what we called the lima limon, which oh, was yeah. which was still you know outdoor grown and crunched up, but it was really nice, light green with a nice uh, nose to it and a uh, potency to it as well. Yeah, yeah, we did every once in a while, but that was like Christmas, you know. You've been puffing since you were a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, since the preteens. Yeah. When did you have your first joint and you say, man, this shit's good? I think it was a third grade. <laughs> Fuck! Nine years ABCs old. to the W's. <laughs> third grade, man. Damn, yeah. dog. Yeah, and you know what I liked about it the most? The is zigzag, that it, it made my It made the world look like a cartoon. Like I would sit on the curb all stoned and it felt like I was inside of a cartoon. You were third grade, dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Fucking you ziggy, seen, dog. You should have seen when I took that shit when I was 20, bro. Yeah. I was fucking paranoid, bro. I was thinking about my bills. Oh, fuck. It comes crashing down on your I ass. I mom had to find out. Yeah, that, that was the sativa strains that came around. I just play uh-huh. with indicas now and hybrids at best. I don't like that whole anxiety. I could just picture sativa stuff. Juice stone in third grade, raising his hand for a question. Then he go, yes. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I remember now. What is it? I forgot. Look at high five, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be like trying to buy extra lunch. <laughs> That's Hell another yeah. thing. It did make everything taste better. Okay. If something was sweet, it was so sweet. Extra chocolate chip. I remember those and cravings. Yeah, yeah. And what's up with your glass, dude? What oh. do you? What's up with your glass? What is the difference between is that, that for and oil or for flour? This one right here is actually for both. All you gotta do is change the Tip. adapter. Yeah. So these are all glass on glass. So like this here is a flour bowl. Uh, I forgot we're in legal state. This is for marijuana here. Okay. <laughs> you put your marijuana flowers flour. in here. You put your marijuana flowers in here. But you can also interchange it and throw a quartz banger or some other nail you want, and then you can dab off of it and do all the concentrates. Uh, and it's pretty cool. This is actually a double perk. So this is a turbine with a honeycomb. So basically, it'll make you. It'll it's a uh, diffuser. It'll create bubbles, and those bubbles will spin for you in here while you clear out the chamber. Which is made for a better hit, a smoother hit, and a yeah. fuller hit. Yes, exactly. It's made for a full smooth hit because as it spins, the smoke spins. It cools the smoke off, so it's not very harsh on your lungs, and Hell it makes yeah. you for a deeper, richer hit, which uh, in turn, yes, will expand your lungs and increase your highness, your highness. And what's up with that light, though? I brought some gifts. <laughs> I brought some gifts for Felipe. The light was actually product uh, top ten product two thousand and fifteen in a trade magazine. Whoa! Fuck yeah, dog! And it's Hell remote yeah. control, y'all. So this is like a modern day lava lamp for modern day smoker hippie guys. You know? Uh, damn, dog! Yeah, you can increase the the intensity, the fade, the flicker. You can slow it down, speed it up, program your own colors. Forty four buttons. Man, what more can you ask for? You put some music on, you dim the lights, and even the smoke will change colors. <laughs> that thing plays music? Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Oh. Dick, let me plug in my iPhone, dog. <laughs> Not yet. See, the bad part is, with music, it would create a vibration. Oh, uh, That yeah. would bust your glass. But I also brought you some gifts. I brought you a smile-proof uh, little little case for when you got to put your hand pipe yeah. in there, you know, your zags, your lighter. I brought you that. 
What else you bring, dog? Fucking hell, that's badass. It's a badass little bag, dog. Cayete, way. Let me see. Oh, goddamn, fool. I even brought him some Roar zigzags to break in with that that I picked up from Jay at Roar. What's happening, y'all? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I brought you a <laughs> glow in the dark rolling tray as well. God damn. Glow in the dark. A glow right. in the dark. Go with my glow in the dark condom, you know? Yes. Drop weed at night. Yes. Or you can <laughs> keep it by your nightstand with your cool, remote man. control. That's Put my keys in that one, man. That's I fucking my keys. bad, dog. Yes, sir. Frisbee, Russell. My this is a good thing. To, if you ever lose your keys, this is the cool key tray too, man. This is what ideally a fucking key tray. Oh, yeah. No, I, hate I don't think you'll keys. ever lose it. You won't even be able to put it in your pocket. You'd have to hold it in your hand. <laughs> but it's not good to do <laughs> fucking powder on there, man. You'll never see it. Uh, I, I don't know. It might just glow. This whole area might Imagine just glow. glow in the dark Coke. <laughs> I, I heard about that shit before. I remember huh? some champagne stuff going around, uh, like scaly stuff in the 80s. I forgot. <laughs> Caribbean, <laughs> Bolivian flake champagne or flake. Yeah, something like that back in the I day. When I was living in downtown, the cable oh, guy what? goes, you guys party, guys? <laughs> Do we party? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All capitals. He goes, yeah, man. <laughs> My friend got some blue cocaine. I said, man, you watching Breaking Bad too much, dog. <laughs> Oh, this was recently? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows, man? That's fucking hilarious. All it is is food dye now. Oh, hell Anybody yeah, dude. Anybody can do it. Add 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Play ball. Yep. Salad my, out of My blood came out purple. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? My, oh, that is a sticker I made uh, for you. And then uh, my friend also owns a- The launch pad, people. The launch pad. That's where you go to blast off, y'all. Don't forget. <laughs> The Launchpad Company. Uh, God damn, you're a bad motherfucker, dog. And what is this right here? Uh, that is a cigar. A friend of mine owns a cigar factory in the Dominican Republic, and so hey, I, I brought you love one cigars. for Felipe. Nice. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Oh, fuck yeah. Un millón de gracias. Heck yeah. You're welcome. I'm not a cigar smoker. I would have to cut it and then oh, okay. gut it and then restuff it and then re-roll it. I've always wanted to smoke a blunt from a Cuban, dog. That would have been badass. I might have been, yeah, well, supposedly the quality of the, the Dominic ones are com- comparable. This, I heard it's better because all the old seed is pretty much died out and shit. Yeah, that's Even all that yeah. shit they brought to Ybor City, too, is like a dying trade. Dominicans where it's at. Yeah. Coño, olvídate. Oh, cool. One thing I learned about him, you know how you Fuck, meet people. I learned people? a grip of shit right now. Hell yeah. You know how you meet people on, the, like, on, your, on your day of life, like. Like, you, you always pick something up, you know, but some, from somebody Hell yeah. who's lived the life or or um, has experienced more than you. Or little they, nuggets they could, of Little uh, nuggets. Knowledge. This fool told me straight up, dog. <laughs> he goes, man, you got to keep your lo- overhead low. <laughs> Hell yeah, fucking. Dude, you're the definition of capitalism, <laughs> fool. Look at you, dog. That is fine. Fool. Hell yeah. Fool, after he said you that, I moved in with my lady. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's time to start the empire, dog. I'm thinking, why am I living in this fucking loft paying $900? I know, fool. <laughs> Broke out at the end of the month. Fuck. Ah, dude. It's crazy, man. That's God right. Damn, dog. That's what I had to do. The when fool I... living in a little fucking little backyard loft. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was like a little mini barn fool with an fool extra living space. Next to his grandma outside in like one a converted little shack but with a loft that was upstairs. Put this with, I don't know how we got four motherfuckers in their party one night. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> one time I showed up coked out, bro. Woke his ass up. Ah, That's how bad one. I used to get, dog. Oh, my <laughs> God, Juice. Juice. <laughs> That's why I did kidnap. <laughs> Fuck, dog. 
<laughs> what were you on the first episode of the series, dog? You called me, and you, did, you butt dialed me. I butt dialed you, huh? Oh, so you heard when I was saying no and all this? Oh! That this podcast was about him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Just had a horrible flashback. Yeah, I was coked out, bro. And I was just mainly drunk. And that was this fool. And then I, I guess we are trying to find coke. Or I was trying to find coke in downtown LA. And I said, fuck it. Let's just rob this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and this fool's like, hey, 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 I have a callback. <laughs> I, I, I have a production meeting tomorrow. Oh, well, I got a network, <laughs> dog. Relax. Hey, man. I got businesses to fucking attend yeah, to. No, that's crazy. Hey, I'm not, I'm not on location right now. <laughs> a year before last time. Oh, my God. This was yeah. Let's rob this yeah. fool, dog. I remember the police put, showed up, bro. And this fool said, what happened to the coat? I keistered it. Fuck! Coke. <laughs> God, that was yeah. crazy, dog. That's a skill in and of itself. Hell yeah, brother. The fool's ready. I said, oh, shit, go clean it up, dog. Oh, <laughs> this motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. Fuck no. What do you fucking care? Gas station. You don't know where the fucking that shit's been at before Poor, that anyway. Poor, you, you knew a napkin. It was the shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get the run, you know? Just do it, bro. But, but the sad thing was that I, I don't think he was living that life, though, to to um, start hanging out with me again. <laughs> oh, yeah. He took me back, all right. This <laughs> old dog, Oh, shit. Um, that's crazy. So I never knew this. This is the first time I heard this. Yeah, man. Me and Juice, man, yeah. like, we, we would go, like, try to write sketches. And I said, fuck it. Let's go do some, try to find some coke now. <laughs> all right. We've but, done enough. Let's go pay ourselves. <laughs> and then, um, oh, man, he had a homie, dog. Ugh, dog. He had this homie. I don't know his name. He had this homie, bro. I don't know his name, man, but he, he was pretty cool dude, too. He always showed me photos of his girlfriend and TJ. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he had that one friend. Had a, wives. He had a girlfriend in Tijuana. Shit, man. I'd have to hear a little bit more. It's not registering. And they got LatinoCupid.com. He didn't, he was, he didn't do no party or nothing. I think he just buy a bud or something from awesome, you. Good yeah. <laughs> yeah, so dark. That dude probably, man. That's funny. He used to show us pictures of his chick, huh? Yeah, and his chick and, um, and TJ. On Revolution. Eh? I guess he never heard the term, don't say the candy's good unless you're willing to share it. This <laughs> will <laughs> So, man, I showed up, bro, with fucking... One time I tore up with Kenny, dog. Oh, my God, fool. To his house. <laughs> Kenny was eating a pound cake. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, bro. And then it was—it got so crazy, bro, that he got tired. He unleashed his cousins at me, his oh. nephews. Oh, he had enough of it. Get him! Get him, drone! <laughs> Get him, push play! Damn! <laughs> Keep him <Push>. company. <laughs> push play. That's funny. Yeah. God uh, damn! So you used to live in a you told would you same spots? Um, no, actually, I ended up. Moving to Chatsworth, Philadelphia, but tell about Philadelphia. Damn. What happened? Over oh there? yeah, see that was crazy. Okay, so that was that was my transition. Yours Drafting. was to get on to the show. You sober up too. So for me, I just literally got rid of all my personal possessions and took off to the East Coast to clean to, up to Pennsylvania. Just to yeah, to so search and to figure out what it was that I wanted to do with my future. You know, because I really didn't know. I was kind of. Um, 
amargado over certain bad business decisions I had made in the industry and stuff. And so I just needed to just go somewhere and be another brick in the wall so I could see myself outside the box and look 20 years in the future. By decisions, because I know right before um, we were doing a parting for like, I guess a parting for about a year, um, you said that, um, I'm trying to remember that, you said that your song played in a movie and they never, you never got paid and you were trying to get paid. Yeah. Yeah, that's, believe it or not, I'm going through that right now again still with someone else. But that's, you know what, I'm grateful that I'm in this industry now and I can control my future as I see it fit. Uh, there's no, you know, like I said, I've, my company's going to be three years old this year. Launchpad, so, you started a year, three years ago? Uh, Launchpad, yeah. Well, uh, you started off when you hooked up with that guy that was making glass, huh? Okay, that's my buddy Tenno. He actually called right now, but yeah. I couldn't answer the phone. That's Infamous Glass. Infamous Glass and the two brothers, they're the ones that put me in this game. Yeah, because I remember yeah. you were promoting it, and I was like, okay, share. Yes, <laughs> definitely, exactly. Yeah, yeah, those guys put I thought me you really, in Lisa said, Lisa hit me up and goes, no, I think he's blowing glass. Nah, he ain't blowing glass. Uh, I'm going to burn that fucking beard. I'll burn the brochure. <laughs> I'll burn the brochure and, and well, all my nails are broken now, but they used to be long and I don't used to like to touch too much stuff. But I guess now that I do work every day, no more nails. Uh, but yeah, the infamous glass guys, they were like, Juice, you got to get into this industry, man. We know you'll do something. You know, with a lot it. of food that smoke. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Everybody around us, our whole entire life, we've been advocates towards medical marijuana use and legalization of cannabis and hemp. Uh, so they got me a job for a distributor. And I worked with them, which is how I learned the industry and how I found voids and built a network across the nation for it. So, yeah, the very first product was the light base that you see here. Uh, and it debuted in Denver, Colorado, October 2013. So my three-year anniversary is coming up. And since then, I've added other products. Fuck and yeah, uh, now we've, we've evolved and I have hundreds of products now to offer. So I'm very, very grateful now, you know. Hey, bro, tell us about that time, bro. You had sex with Bridget the Midget, bro, across the street, on the middle of the street, bro, at House of Blues. Oh, you okay. like that bitch, dude? <laughs> wow. Okay. Because that was what he was like. Bro, when he was working on, on um the technical stuff, he was known, bro. Like, he had connections about, you know, like, the homie right here, bro. You got him a couple yeah. of movies, right? Yeah, Robert. Uh, Robert. Yeah. Gridiron Gang, oh, CSI, Gridiron Gang. a couple different Gridiron things. Gang, just, uh, I got a new one. Uh, they did a web series. Alfredo Ramos. Yeah. Uh, food stamps. Oh, fuck yeah. Stamps, I, I remember yeah. food stamps. Yeah. Food stamps, actually. Yeah. Bitching, dude. Yeah. So what so, happened with Bridget the Midget, though? Okay, now that was just a rumor, okay? Does <laughs> the blowjob count as sex? Yeah, it's sex. Just for some okay. little street, bro, with Bridget I'll, the Midget, bro. I'd love to share the story because it's bro. fucking hilarious. Hell okay. yeah, dog. We're at the Viper Room, peak night, Saturday night. Peak night. Well, like midnight, Saturday night, across the street's a tattoo spot. There was a girl there that used to do piercings. She knew that I had my penis pierced. So I was walking, Ding. and there was a girl sitting on a chair. I didn't see her feet dangling. It turns out it was Bridget the Midget. And my friend, she says, oh, Juice has his dick pierced. So Bridget's like, really? Let me see it. I go, oh, you want to see chandelier. it? Yeah, I go, oh, you want to <laughs> see it? I fucking pull it out. So she pulled it out, and she's like, oh, that's nice. I go, yeah, give it a kiss. Well, <laughs> the rest kiss. is history after that. A little I kiss, you know? Yeah. So, you know, she's doing her thing right there. And I'm looking around like, damn, do I got any witnesses? Nobody's going to believe this shit. This sure is enough, a world star, bro. Sure <laughs> enough, I see my big e homie right there. 
Yeah, it was a trip, man. So she, her little tiny hands, man, made me look huge. Oh man, that's how it was exactly. Have you ever seen a squirrel breaking a nut open? It was like that little tiny hands and get manitas, dog. Yeah, dude, like little stubs, man. <laughs> little Vienna sausage hands. That <laughs> shit was hilarious. Standing man. up too. Yeah, yeah. And then it turns out the next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Hell yeah, dog. She was standing on my feet, all walking with her. <laughs> yep. So I was able to Go get that one bad. off my bucket list. Midgets. Yeah. But you fucked the most, or you had the most famous one. The most famous one out of all of them. I don't know any other ones. They had to do nothing, bro. (laughs) You know what? Rasa always liked her. I would have been like, yeah, I don't have my penis pierced, but it stings already, eh? (laughs) (laughs) It's a little puffy and soft. Oh, man, dude. So that was crazy, man. That was an adventure. (laughs) So um, Lisa and I um, went on a date one time when uh, we went to go do stand up comedy. We were hanging out with Juice, you know? Mm-hmm. The cool motherfucker to hang out with, by the way. The oh, motherfucker dude. knows everybody. Hollywood, dog. Hell yeah. All the way Sunset Strip. So we're doing, we, we went to go see um, <clears throat> Steel Post, right? No. Steel Panthers? No, Steel Panther. Uh, uh, um, metal School. Something. It was metal on a Monday. School. Yeah, on Monday. Monday Metal School Mondays room? or something like that. Was it the Viper I, Room? I think it was the Key Club. The Key Club. The Key Club. Oh, fool. Oh, we're at the Rainbow Room. It was upstairs. They had the Monsters of Rock or whatever it was called. We went over there, dude, and these fools were rocking it, bro, the, the, the band. They were, playing, um, they were playing Eruption by Van Halen with a fucking violin, dog. Shut up. Just tearing it up. Tearing it up, bro. Hell yeah, dog. And then um, one thing I didn't notice, bro, at the, at the Rainbow Room, this fool said they let you smoke weed there. Oh, yeah, baby. It was like Amsterdam when we were down here way back in the days. They gave us love. They let us puff, and we ordered a bunch of food and spent a lot of money there. It's like a, it's like a, where's Hollywood? It's a, it's a different city, and it's, they have their own codes, bro. It's a, hell yeah. Like, if you're at the Rainbow Room, just sitting down, like, I'm, just for anybody out there, if you ever go to Hollywood, go to a sunset, go to the Rainbow Room, sit in the patio, it don't matter where, order your food. Have the joint already rolled up. Don't roll it up there and just light that motherfucker and nobody's gonna say shit. Keep it cool. No. Nope. Keep it cool. Don't act like you're making don't act like you're in trouble. You could just puff right there. And man, they got the best mozzarella sticks. I heard the food's fucking great, so dog. Amazing. amazing. It, it is. The mozzarella sticks are the size of ice cubes. And they're exactly they're cubes. These fools, dog. All hungry. It's a big sandwich. Forget about it, yeah, dog. Yeah, that too. I've had a hamburger there, and it's good, dude. Yeah. yeah, the hamburger, chicken soup. They even make special uh, uh, New York steak plates. They'll make custom food for us. Matter of fact, Miguel, the main executive cook there, man, he just passed away a couple months ago. Rest in peace, Miguel. You were good to all of us, man. Yeah, so it's a really good spot, and they cater to you, to the customer. You know, they give you a lot of love, and like I said, we spent... Many years there, many decades there. It was good times there, huh? Yeah. A lot of rock stars. Lot, I was there. Always. When we were there, man, that tattoo artist chick showed up in her bomber. Cat Von D? Cat oh, Von Cat D. was there, yeah. Lemmy yeah. from Motorhead always kicked it yeah, there, too. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And then Juice walked up to her and said, hey, man, my homie, Felipe, want to take a photo? Sure, come on in. Oh, is that where you yeah. got the photo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that was us that night. Yeah. She was, they used to hang out a lot together, her and that guy from... Uh, Steve-O. They were dating. I think they're something. back together now, dog. Oh, good for them, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, her and Steve-O were together. I remember that. They're both Yeah. Oh, they are? Yeah. yeah. So they don't eat each other out? No. 
<laughs> they give this each other. Food. Yeah, brother, do it with quinoa. <laughs> they sprinkle quinoa on each other, bro. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> so, yeah, bro, that was that night. And then I don't see this fool. He fucking takes off with some chick, bro. All of a sudden, they come back with some chick all the, with his trench coat, bro. Gone. Gone. <laughs> him, and that ch- him, and that, him and that chick are walking around like sitting and dancing all happy, dog. <laughs> Good times. Hell yeah. Oh, I better ride home, homie. <laughs> I'm going to take it to the loft. Oh, yeah. Midget wrestling upstairs. It wasn't big enough for you to stand up, so you had to like be on your knees, you know? As long as or carpet, lying dog. down, either way. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Oh, man. The rainbow, man. We had plenty of beautiful experiences. You guys had like a, on a big hip-hop show there, right? Yeah, next door at the Key Club. Key we Club. had all three floors for the Latin, uh, what was it called? Latin the Latin Hip Rap Conference. Latin rap conference, yeah. How, yeah, how big that. was that? It was big, man. We had a, a lot of Latin rappers come from all over the U.S. and even other parts of the world, like Spain, uh, Central America. So it was really good. You know, we put it together to educate uh, artists so that they could understand the power in marketing and uh, promoting and distributing and, merch. and everything. Merchandising. Exactly. Don't know, a lot of artists don't know that they got to be your own manager, huh? Yeah, it's always best because here's the deal. You you assign a task to someone, well, guess what? There's a price for that. You think it's cool and easy because, oh, now I don't got to do it. Well, guess what? He's got to get. He's got to make a living too. You got to make a living. Now you got five people that need to make a living off of what you're earning. Do the math and think about it, you know? So, yeah, definitely you got to definitely do as much as you can for yourself in the beginning so that you understand those positions and you can assign people to fulfill those positions for you when you're ready to move on to bigger things. Yeah, man. Yeah, those are the fucking fundamentals right there, dude. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, man. Another thing you touched upon, man, and I always like, I always do it too, man, like, and also Paul Rodriguez, you know, people who, who are good people, you know, not assholes who are performers, but good people. Like, I say hi to everybody, man. Mm-hmm. I say hi to the lady who's mopping, you know, the lady who's cleaning my room, you know, and then I say hi to everybody. Let me tell you, man, when I go back over there, they t- treat me like royalty just because I said hello. Hell yes, yeah, sir. Dude. Yes, sir, because you showed something that a lot of people don't My show. towels are warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And clean. Yeah. In yeah. Life, man. Hell yeah, yeah dude. You do something a lot of people don't do, you know, and that's go out of your way for people. You a lot of people rep. don't. Humanity at its finest, dude. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. How many movies have you worked on? As a show, you know what? Like my IMDb don't even represent all the movies I worked on because a lot of times I didn't care about credit. Or, you That's know, crazy. Stuff like like that. I did a movie two worked. years ago, and, I'm, and like yeah. I see, uh, I see my IMDb post production two, <laughs> 2017. <laughs> crazy. Oh, <laughs> oh man! In the I, editing room, another you know? thing that fool killed me, bro. What? Dude? It's like he got a phone call for somebody, right? Uh-huh. You know, and, and you know, you learn the business from different sides. Like I learned from his side, more of the the money wise, you know, what it costs for shit, you know. And uh, I remember uh, this shit killed me. This is before e fund me, right? Now anybody could get a production going, right? <laughs> somebody called this fool up, and then like he started, he just hung up, right? And he laughed like. <sighs> Then I said, what happened, bro? Oh, this fucking fool hit me up right now talking about he has a project going and he has everything. All he needs is funding. And I said, don't we all, homie? <laughs> <laughs> the wheel oh, don't move. Dude. He ain't got yeah, no cash, dude. dog. The whole song and dance. I'm sorry, dog. Dixie. So he was trying to get this fool to hire him, right? 
it finally goes. He didn't have no funding, bro. <laughs> but then he, he hung up, bro. What happened, bro? Oh, the fool has he has cat, he has everything, but he just wants funding. <laughs> then I, he, that, he said, "Don't we all, homie? Yeah, missing the key component, dude. huh? Yeah. And then I mean, another thing I learned. Well, remember you telling me that we're trying to get funding for that sketch, right? Because it costs money, right? Hell yeah. yeah. And then he told him, and then I told him, man, how about don't you have like drug dealing friends that they want to invest? Because I was thinking now crazy, right? He goes, yeah, man, but those guys want to return the next day. <laughs> they ain't fucking around, dog. Legs are broken. They're not fucking loan you five thousand. They want the they want sixty five hundred the next day, bro. Hey, bro, movies don't work that way, dog. No. You gotta sit back for two years, challenge, dog. Yeah. I'm gonna need that shit for. Lawyer money. <laughs> yep, exactly. Or bail NASDAQ. money. <laughs> what was it Lawyer like, bro? Bail. You ever work with somebody like that who's a dealer and they want their money right away? I try to avoid that. But, they, but those fools think they can get in the movie business how, without do. knowing how it works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> without knowing the fundamentals of the entertainment industry. I know, it man. It works in quarters. It doesn't quarter years. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, every three months. Monday through they're Friday. Biz, they're business cycles. Yeah, bro. It's crazy, dude. And these guys, Blind. They, they used to picking up. Seven birds from Theo Pablo yeah. got in, and then they go birds. drop it off with the little homie Shorty who's got the feria waiting for him, and then they get their money, and they think that's business. That's not business, really. In a, I mean, okay, buy low, sell high. That's business, yes. Right. But broken down into real business. Right, traditional business traditional sense. Traditional business sense, it's not there. So, yeah, I mean, I'd have people, hey, Juice, I got 30 racks on this. Hey, Juice, I got this and that. But then I thought to myself, what's going to happen when he wants his money? <laughs> what's gonna happen what, what's gonna happen when you tell that guy well you know I'm still waiting for Netflix to pay me yeah exactly they're not gonna wait on Netflix get lit up dude yeah they're gonna they're gonna like, do whatever something you gotta do. tell drug dealers or people like that you know like listen man you wanna go to jail for the guy who got busted with two keys or for the guy who choked a a PA guy for five grand <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good one right there, yeah, dog. for sure, man. Who do you want to room up with? <laughs> Probably the guy that choked the guy for five racks. That's why Death Row Records make no, didn't make no movies, dog. <laughs> you can't do it like killed that, everybody dog. on set. They just made short videos that pay right away, and they didn't pay the crew. Hell yeah, dude. exactly, dude. Well, man, a lot of people tell also like when like a lot of people like I know tell of his, um a lot of people juice that like. Like they they get into the movie business just to scam, huh? Yeah, a like lot just, of them do. Just, just to keep the production money. We're gonna yeah. say no, man, Richard Villa, <laughs> opportunist, Richard Villa, primos, <laughs> mad opportunist, <laughs> big time, disgusting. That's, that's a sad thing, dude. Because oh, it's horrific. Dude. I, I like I know one guy that he forked out three hundred thousand dollars, and to this day he ain't seen a penny of it back. Even the other guy that did Platinum Illusions or whatever, that poor hardworking man that saved his money. <laughs> For his family, Abracadabra. he never got a penny for that, that shit. Film. What? I was a star of that film, Planet oh. Illusions, and mm-hmm. to this day, it never saw us. It's not on the shelf somewhere. Horrible, yeah, horrible yeah, movie. it's sad, dude. It's sad, and you know what? Was, was a good Emilio, movie though. Emilio Rivera was my co-star in this movie, dude. Yeah, and still shelved. And it's shelved. It's shelved, man, and that's a sad thing, dude. People don't respect other people's money. They think that just because they got it that easy, that it's that easy, and they don't got to give it to nobody, and they don't realize that it, it, it trickles down, you know? It does. It hurts a lot of people, man, a lot of hardworking people, and that's one thing that I couldn't stand about the industry was those cocksuckers, fucking hate bastards like that, don't respect other people's money or hard work. 
Fucking bottom feeders, dog. Yeah, that's what they are. Exactly, dude. Exactly. I know, man. I've been on sets, bro, where the sound guy hasn't got paid, but he wants to kill the director. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't because then the movie will never finish. You know, yes. really never get paid. I know motherfuckers, bro, that just want the movie to get done just to get paid. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Who start fighting in the sets and low budgets? Oh, dude, I'm yeah. sure. Dude. Fools are the, the, you see the main guy show up, everybody runs to him to complain. <laughs> yeah. You don't see him again. Okay, or, a crazy, or a crazy contract that they bust out with called deferred pain. Oh, oh that means for listeners who, who think they're in the business. <laughs> yeah. Explain what that What is to deferred us. pay? Deferred Cheers. pay is when you agree to be on talent, whether it's above the line or below the line. Let's just say, for example... An actor says, okay, cool, yeah, I'll be in the movie, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool, we're going to give you $50,000, but we're going to defer payment. Basically, what that means is if they ever get money, you might get paid. Doesn't mean you will get paid. It just means you might get paid. So that might could last five years, 10 years. If they never sell the movie, you never get paid. If they sell the movie but don't sell it for what they originally estimated it for, they might prorate your 50000 and give you $500. So deferment is just basically like an empty promise or smoke up your ass. Hope. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. A, a contract based on hope. Damn. Don't I'm do it, people. I'm going to be like Jack Nichols to just give me re- residuals. <laughs> Some people just do that, do that too, and then the movie never gets out, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People walk in there like they're Jack Nicholson and Batman. <laughs> I just want a percentage of the movie. Oh, so he did that, huh? He took yeah. a percentage? Probably more lucrative. Yeah. Probably turned out more lucrative for him. The best lucrative one was Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars. Yes, sir. What you're right. He's, he said that... Um, because the movie was low budgeted, bro. They couldn't. They couldn't. He wanted big stars. He got that black fool. What's his name to play Darth Vader? Um, oh yeah, that's the man from the Billy Revising D. Williams. Yes, yeah, so we got Max Van Sydow, oh. who's a big no. ass oh, star in the seventies. No. He was the guy that played the the, the guy that turned into a voice, snake. The voice, the voice of Horizon. That's who that is. No, the voice of Star Wars. Darth Vader is oh, the black James Earl Jones. Jones. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So uh, Max Van Zito, bro. Oh. He's the one that plays Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he played Jesus Christ Superstar. He was a bit, and he played um, the the fucking, that movie, Robert Redford, um, To Kill Mocking, not To Kill Mockingbird, whatever that. Um, Milagro Beanfield? Some uh. mo- some espionage movie, bro, that he's mm. in. Oh, Max fuck. Van Zito. Whatever, man. He played, he played that fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that fool said, no, 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 my, my bad. That's not his name. His name was Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Alex Guinness, right? <laughs> <laughs> Alex Guinness, the actor. Yeah, Marathon Man. Yeah, so Alex Guinness said, no, 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 man. Just give me a percentage of the movie, bro. His percentage was that before before George Lucas gets paid, he gets paid first. Oh, that's wicked. So he gets so, paid uh, from first, not at the end. Not at the end. He gets paid first. Oh, so then yeah. he gets toys merch. Shut up, Toys. Anything involved with Star Wars? He gets a, a cut. cut. He's the only one that made a billion, bro, You're of the movie. Lying. Wow, that's insane. That's a deal and of the fucking century. And he asked James Earl Jones the same deal. No, I'll just take the money. Wow. <laughs> but you don't know when they're making these Fuck movies. no. Yeah, you, no you'll be like the homie over here, deferment yeah. payment. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You just don't know, man. Those guys were smart enough, though, to feel or, or But that actor something. knew, man. He's been around the game for so long, man. Oh, yeah, dude. he probably, he probably knew what he was in for. Feeding his fucking family for generations, <clears throat> dog. 
He probably knew. He probably has, he probably has grandkids that told him, man, oh, yeah, I heard of Star Wars, a, a comic book or whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. You see this uh, fucking... Like, you like your house? It was built on... You like Star Wars money. It was built. Yeah. Who yeah, did? Of all Batmans. Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, Jack wow. Nicholson that was a smart move. Of, wow. That's insane, So Jack Nicholson, um, he took a percentage of every Batman that that, that producer did too, though, right? Wow, dude, that's the that's the power of negotiations right there. Hell yeah, deal dog. making at its finest. Fuck yeah, yeah man. It's bad as fuck. Dude. I get a cut of um of blood and blood out, bro. <laughs> nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this <laughs> you didn't work on that, did you? No, actually, I wasn't involved in anything. That was early, uh, late eighties, early nineties, or something. Yeah, none yeah. of those. No, I did get to work with Damien Chapa, who played Miklo on his movie. Uh, We've had him on the El Padrino or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. He made me a wood when I was a sur. <laughs> He's like, there can't be two white-looking guys on the set. You get over there with the white boy. He said that. Well, he didn't want me to be with the sur. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't take his shine. He's the right ah, director. That's what anyways. I'm saying. He's fucking with my shine over yeah, here, man. dog. Man, I bet after that movie came out, everybody will call you Miklo, huh? Fucking <laughs> Meeks, eh? Dude, that shit was hilarious. Your whole, li- your whole life, you've probably been the most widowest one, huh? Everywhere. Out of all of them, so yeah, you have to dude. prove yourself every day, huh? It's all the whitey, time, dog. dude. Fool's clowning me. He's not real Mexican. Yeah, all that shit. I heard it all, and I'd be like... I got well, two uncles that were presidents of Mexico. I'm more fucking Mexican than you are. What the fuck out of here? Which one, dog? I have a tamal on my forehead. Eh? Like, <laughs> Victoriano Huerta and Manuel Robles. Are you serious, fool? Yeah, bud. I'm from both sides Manuel of your family? Manuel Robles is from my, my dad's side, Robles. Uh, Victoriano Huerta is from my mother's side, Huizar, from Momax, Zacatecas. Oh, fucking yeah, A, dude. That's where our family Shit. tree starts. Yeah, You're related to Jose Huizar? You know what? He, Luz, knows, who, he knows who you are, too. Yeah. Loosely, we are. Yeah, he knows who you are too. Yeah, they're from oh, Jerez. Okay. He goes, I asked him, you know Jews? Yeah, I know Jews. Yeah, we've we've done some stuff uh, over when he used to have his building. I don't know if he still <laughs> does by and the Mariachi Square. Leon de Oro. Leon de Oro. <laughs> See, one time my dad had a fight for, coming out of that club, but uh, <laughs> what happened? Bro? I don't know, dog. My brother Angel told me what happened, bro. I saw Chewy fighting. <laughs> I saw Chewy fighting. You always say his name, but he never said my dad. Fuck, he used to okay. kill me, right? Destiny. He goes, I saw Chewy fighting. Where was he fighting? He goes, he was fighting over there by Leon de Oro with some fool. He goes, they were fighting. He goes, that fucking, they took the fight over there to gyms. Oh, yeah. What they, the fuck? Went up. across the streets to the parking lot? So what the fuck? They went to gyms to order a burger and keep fighting? <laughs> I actually just ate there the other day. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, they're famous for their pastrami burger. <laughs> they get a burger and they put pastrami over with bacon and cheese. Delicious, man. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Cut that sucker in half when you're, you're on the You're at gyms right now, didn't you? Well, you really ate at gyms at Royal Heights? I ate there the other day, yeah. I stopped nice. right there on my way somewhere, and I just said, ah, I'm going to yeah, just a hamburger. You know, you can't go wrong with a hamburger from Jams, Tim's, Tom's, Tam's. Tam's. Tam's number 50. Troy's. <laughs> exactly, oh, Troy's. Troy's. You know, it's Or uh, Andy's Super Burger in Huntington Park. <laughs> or through yeah? by Southgate, it's an like ASB stand. It's like Andy's Super Burger, ASB it's like gyms, right? But it says yeah. ASB. They did the oh, font like that. that's hilarious, yeah? Yeah, it's good right there, man. I bet, man. Brand yeah. recognition. Heck yeah, dude. We mean plugged half the, <laughs> half the hamburger spots all over LA. So how did you do it, man? That's do serious time like all the other homies we know. How did I not get serious yeah. time? Uh, well, you know what? I, I wasn't sometime, enough for man. stupid shit. But, Possession. But I never... <laughs> 
really got caught for doing stupid shit. It was like That's what's the up worst thing I got caught with was like four or five pounds of bud back in like '96 when we had just went legal, and they they gave me five years in jail. But damn, the judge, yeah, in prison. But the judge waived four of them and suspended them. And gave me five years probation with a four-year joint suspension and one-year county lid. When I went to turn myself in, the judge waived the county lid. So I didn't do no time in jail. And how did he waive it? Why? Did he the just, prosecutor make a mistake? I, I don't know, dude. It was on his discretion. That's fucking awesome. So he, he just blessed, gave me though. time served. But as a condition of my probation, I could not finish this tattoo on my back. That's fucking humongous. With only two letters. And the other half, I never even bothered finishing anymore. I'm going to get somebody to sketch pad my ass or something. What did it say? But it said juice, G-U-I-C, real big, guns used in crime, but only the first two letters are collaged. And then after that, I just got, I'm not going to So that was a condition? He but gave you a contract. The, con- the condition was I could not real finish goofy. the tattoo or get another tattoo. And then I had to call every single day of those five years that I was on probation. I had to call my PO every morning. Are you serious? Man? Yeah, dude. It was fucking crazy. Because by the time I was done with probation, I was so used to calling this man every day. That I was you want to be in a movie? No. I was still calling my probation officer and he'd tell me, dude, get over it. You're a grown man. Fuck off. I'm done. <laughs> I go, well, you're like a father or some shit. I called you fucking five times. Uh, a week for five years. He goes, well, get over it. <laughs> get over it. Fuck off. Yeah, man. dude. I love the man. He was straight up and he never, he never, um, Violate every time you. I tested dirty, he never violated me. Yeah. For yay a couple of times. Hey, you know, I'm only human. But, 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 <laughs> but he told me, I don't care. Smoke all the bud you want. Just don't come in here on meth and yay or anything else. And a couple of times I did test dirty for yay. I told him, man, I fucked up. I won't do it again. <laughs> I'll call you. Eh? <laughs> uh, I did disappear for three months one time when I worked on Road Dogs. He told me because that was my transition from the streets. I was on probation. I had done an internship for a record label, and then I hit Road Dogs. So all these things happening to me propelled me in that direction, you know, to kind of like clean up, wisen up a little bit, think more of the future, and not fuck around too much. It'd be too easy to be in jail. That's very easy. Hell yeah, dude! Fool that fool. Juice took me one time. <laughs> To meet um, what's his name, bro? Um, Who does? The, the, the dude that does tattoos, Joker. Uh, what, Mr. Cartoon? Mr. Oh, Cartoon. Mr. Cartoon, yeah. I went oh, to his shop yeah, and dog. I went to the other food, the one that does the photographies. Exactly, uh, Esteban. Uh huh, Esteban, Esteban. Oviel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good man. friends and mentors of mine. That fool gave me a, a, a Mr. Cartoon gave me a, a hoodie. Yeah, you had it. I still have one. it, bro. <laughs> when I put it on, bro, like, because I think they sold a brand to Europe, huh? Yeah, they did yeah. Germany, I believe. Yeah, and somewhere I out tagged there. them, bro. They said, man, you, you have a very vintage one. Oh, yeah, hell, yeah. hell yeah. And that's the cool thing about... I, Cy- oh, I have the one that have a bunch of L.A.'s on them. Yeah, the little oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with yeah. the doll. But one, that's one cool thing about Southgate, like Cypress Hill. They brought all those real dudes from the hood and, like, you know, made them fucking professional photographers, professional tattooers that the world and artists thought yeah, out. Yes, sir. Uh, the that's Soul a Assassins thing. is a hell conglomerate yeah, of talented street folk. Fuck at yeah, all dog. capacities in entertainment and industry. Whether it's photography, ink, yes. rapping, a production. lot of stuff. It's crazy. It's insane, man. You're part of the the one of the the first um eight you, you, you were part of you were you were involved in one of the first agencies that hired Cholos, right? Yeah, actually they co founded it. What they uh, called? the company back at the time when we when we all started it, I believe it was Noel G, myself, uh 
We had him too. Uh, what were the other guys? <laughs> Emilio, names? Manny, something. Manny um, I'm not trying to name drop everybody, like <laughs> but uh, you know. Uh, then at some point, the name became uh, Suspect Entertainment. Suspect Entertainment. And so bro. we were pretty much yeah. Well, I mean, we had the loop. If if, if <laughs> and Triggs too, right? Yeah, Triggs, rest in peace. Triggs right, was a part Trigg, of it with bro. us too, man, big time. Triggs, Danny, rest in peace too. Um. I forgot Danny's last name, but Danny, 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 oh yeah, Danny Boy. Danny yeah. Boy passed away. Danny Boy, yeah, short fool with a little mustache. Yeah, clean yeah. cut That's, though, right? Yeah, real clean uh, cut. Clean he passed. He OD'd. he OD'd. How long ago? Serious? Yeah, I saw that for an audition. And yeah. I said, "Who's this guapo cholo showing yeah. up? Yeah, too cute. Yeah, too cute. It was a pretty boy, man, in shape." He like he could yeah just, exactly he dude lower he could fox you know but yeah uh-huh. I, I, and then Caesar another one Caesar's good dude he's really I see Caesar the I hood, see right. Caesar sometimes too uh huh yeah Caesar's still in the mix man he works for the really city good. I think does he I'm not familiar man but uh-huh. I did see him the other day on a Spanish network doing an interview yeah he sabento man then we he had really a... put it down really good I didn't know he spoke Spanish that well <laughs> fuck yeah dude yeah it was good That's he represented up, right then now uh, we have another guy who follows uh, follow us on on Instagram some guy named Goon. Oh, yeah, Goonster, William. Goonster, you know? Yeah, the Goonster. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's a small world, huh? Fuck another, yeah, dog. Yeah, you just got he, smaller right now. He dog. actually, I think he was one of the first ones that he came was, around with the Joker brand, huh? Yeah, he was. He was? Uh-huh. Uh, I guess he used to promote for them or drive the Joker van around and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking A, dude. That's fucking badass, dude. Crazy, man. Mm-hmm. What a trip, dude. So it was good, good times, man. Cypress Hill opened the doors for a lot of people, man. Fuck yeah, dude. For a lot of people. All right there from that little city, dude. Uh Uh-huh. From a little city, little tiny city, man. We're not too big, but we're proud, you know? Is there anything you want to promote, Juice, for the people to know your shows or anything coming up or the um, events, websites? Thank you very much. Actually, uh, my website is strictly for buyers, wholesalers. Um. But I do have an Instagram. If anybody would like to check out any product, my Instagram is the Launchpad Company, all one word, the Launchpad Company on Instagram. And you can see products there. And if you're interested in anything, you can send me a DM, a direct message, or just comment, and I'll send you a direct message, and we'll work something out. I mostly distribute wholesale to stores across the U.S., but I'm willing to look out for some fans that are out there. As long as you DM me on Instagram, I'll, I'll take care of you guys. I really will. Um, also, yes, these are available across the nation. Uh, I have this thing with California where I don't sell to California stores. So none of my products are available in California. Oh, They're only available across the U.S. If anyone in California wants to buy anything, there's one store in the Valley called Dementia in Sherman Oaks. And they're the only ones allowed to carry my products, my launch pad products, and my Endeavor glass products. Only dementia. That's right, y'all. Dementia in uh, Sherman Oaks. Don't forget. <laughs> and don't forget, I don't got too many events because I don't do, like, events in California and stuff like that. I do have trade shows I attend. No so. private sessions? Nah, no private sessions. I'm like that, that, that um, closet smoker at home. I do so much business all the time in different um, time zones that I, I can't afford to just medicate all day long anymore. So now when, when everything is done at the end of the night, that's when I get lit up. Um, but if there's anybody interested in making me a part of an event, I can bring lights down. We can do a booth. I can help you promote, network, whatever you want to do. Uh, just reach out to me, like I said, on my Instagram at the Launchpad Company. 
And I want to really thank Felipe right here and his partner. Rodrigo Torres. Rodrigo Torres. Yeah. Mucho gusto. Igualmente. Uh, his lady Lisa, my buddy right here, Robert. I really appreciate you guys making me a part of your show. I'm Hell so yeah, happy for your success, bro. You. I know we've been where we were, and we are where we're at. Keister it. And it's a blessing. Yeah, no more chocolate. I can't believe that fool keister that shit. Chocolate-covered Coke? Keister that shit. I don't give a fuck. Go clean that motherfucker. Yeah, fuck that, dog. I want it back. You want two years, or you want to keister that motherfucker? Chocolate-covered macadamia nut. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for being on the show, man. We're going to have you back again. Fuck yeah, dude. We just touched the surface here. Yeah, dog. Yeah. I appreciate it. Look forward to it, y'all. Keep watching the show. Y'all know what's up, fool. <laughs> Upcoming shows, man. San Diego, July 15, one night only at Humphreys by the Bay. You can watch that by a boat if you get there by a boat. <laughs> Arlington, Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, July 29 and 30th at Arlington Draft House. West Palm Beach, Florida, August 4th through the 7th at the Improv. And we have a few free tickets to give away for these shows. So email Fans at felipesworld.com for West Palm Beach only. And say, what's up, fool? Give me some tickets. Also, don't forget, tickets are on sale now for my shows in Chicago with Marcela Arguello and Rodrigo Torres at Joe's Bar, August 19 and 20, four shows. They will sell out. So get yours early at mikeyocomedy.com or Joe's Bar. By the way, this guy, Mikey O, does a lot of shows in Chicago. And he promotes this show a lot. So his fans at these other shows are going to get first pick at these tickets. So you better get these right away if you don't live in near Chicago because everybody who lives in Chicago who knows Mikey O is going to buy up these tickets fast like Hell they did yeah. last time. And you're going to be asked out. <laughs> They're going to sell out a month before the show. So get your tickets. Also, man, we are when I'm in um, Arlington, I am going to hang out with any fans that want to kick it, man, and we're going to do it up, man, walk around the city and Periscope. That's for sure. <laughs> and um, San Diego, shout out to Felt Records, Feel It Records, and shout out to those ladies that show up and give us the little um, nougats. Oh, yeah, fucking fudge, all types of shit, dude. Peanut brittle. What the, I forgot what they're called. Yeah. Almond Rocas? Uh-huh. Toffee Nuts. <laughs> yeah, Toffee. Dude, it's these three chicks. They make, dude, bomb-ass treats, dude. Almond Roca. Yeah, don't forget to check out the uh, Enchilada uh, Casserole Podcast and the Yeah Man Podcast. Yes. And Sweet Bricks. Sweet Bricks. Sweet, Shout bricks. Out to Sweet Bricks. They have cool commercials. They're on Instagram, too. Yeah, that's Both it. Both Feel It Records as well. So, what's up, fool?